0: become more alive in life what is going on in your life that you're going my life would be so much better right now if this wasn't happening or if I had had just had this money or didn't have this weight one 800 548 oh yeah this is David Essel America's positive radio talk show for 22 straight years we are broadcasting live out of studio e in Los Angeles California what is missing in your life what do you not have How come you don't have it? We were going to get you there. We are. This is like unbelievable. This opportunity. Free coaching on the air. Free coaching on the air right now. Give us a ring. Give us a ring. 1-800-548-8255. I, there's, there's, I mean, tons of emails I'm going to go over here. Uh, we were just talking to James Smitty Smith and he mentioned something. We were talking about Jason Collins, the, uh, uh, the athlete, pro professional athlete who came out as a gay basketball player still playing, Smitty had mentioned that he, for 26 years, was married to in an interla- interracial relationship, interracial marriage. He was married to a, a black woman, wonderful woman, by the way. And um, I, ju- I got this in about, I don't know, three or four days ago. I'm going to read this to you. I mean, I know it's 2013, but sometimes you have to wonder, right? Um I'm writing to let you know I've been dating a black girl for six months. I'm 29. She's 35. We are fully in love. I can't believe it's 2013. Prejudicial stares, comments from both of our families, the insecurity in this country is amazing. Uh, have you and your listeners found this to be true as well? Why are there so many prejudiced people in this year? With stares, snide comments, uh, our families outright concern that we should end the relationship? Can listen oh, this even gets even better. Can listeners give us both tips to help us deal with our families and the insensitive people we run into? one 800 548 talk when it comes to interracial relationships, do you think the USA is still highly prejudiced? Have you dated someone outside of your race and what was your experience? Have you dated if you're white, have you dated someone someone who was black or Asian or Hispanic? If you're Hispanic, have you dated someone who was white or black? One 8255 did you receive a lot of resistance from your family, from their family? Did you notice the stares? Did you notice the comments? Did your friends give you a hard time? 1-800-548-8255. It is, and I will say this as a side note, ladies and gentlemen, it is surprising to me sometimes when I, and I don't know, is it because I'm that liberal? Is it because I'm just that open-minded when I get these kind of emails, I go, oh, Really? this is still going on, like I'm shocked, I'm, I'm I, and I feel bad for people that are having these kind of struggles, but I'm shocked, but maybe I'm in a fantasy, am I living in a fantasy world? I have to wonder that sometimes. Am I not seeing what everyone else is seeing? Is this common that people are being ridiculed still for being in interracial relationships? <gasps> Would you even be in an interracial relationship if you've never been in one? Have you not gone into one because you were concerned that other people would give you a hard time? 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. We're getting text in right now. Give out the text number, 941 266 7676 is the number 941 266 7676. Have you been there? Was it a struggle to be in an interracial relationship? Would you do it if you never have? Is it something? Am, am I really missing the boat here? 1 800 5488 255. This text just came in saying, I would never put myself or a person outside of my race through the hell you're talking about. I'm only going to date inside my race. Now, here's a comment from someone. Right away, texting us, saying that they would never date someone outside of their race. What about you? 800-548-8255. And do you have any advice for this couple? Uh, He's 29. She's 35. He's white. She's black. Any, Any thoughts, any concept, any comments whatsoever? Let's go to Rob in Arizona. You're on with David Essel. Rob, give me your thoughts. What are you thinking?
1: Well, um, just to let you know, I'm, I'm a white male, and I've been with my um, bride for ten years, and she's a black woman. And our attitude is we we experience some of the similar out in Arizona. But thing is, you love who you love, and you know, and if people don't like it, they can get over themselves because it's their ignorance. It's their it's their
0: ignorance. let's see. Might have just let's see. Rob, are you still there? Hello, Rob. Rob if you're listening call us back I really want your opinion man we we lost you you might be on a cell phone but we want to get rob back ten years married to a black woman I want to find out more about Rob what Rob's one of those people that 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 has absolutely got some good information for us what what do you think one eight hundred five four eight eight two five five are there too many people in this world that that just I mean are ignorant? Is it ignorance? Is it is it what? I mean, would you not date someone outside of your race because of the stress that you'd have to go through? Have you dated someone outside of your race? And what was it like? Are you currently dating someone outside of your race? And, and, and are you doing okay? What do you, how do you deal with the stares and the family comments? Let's go to from Arizona to Los Angeles. Deborah, you're on with David Essel. Hi. Uh, hey, Deborah.
2: Hi, how are you?
0: Good. Welcome. Good.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me. I do I did want to comment stating that there are way too many prejudiced people in this world. I did I was in an interrelational relationship for a while. I don't see anything wrong with it, but living in New Orleans of all places Oh you get so many stares from both races and so many comments. That did not affect our relationship. We did we parted as friends. But it is just absolutely amazing. I mean, there are even there are even communities in northern Louisiana who actually have city ordinances where Black people cannot live within the city limits.
0: In two, it's, wait a minute, uh, Deborah, Deborah, and this is Deborah. This is in 2013.
2: Exactly, exactly. Huh? There is a huh. city ordinance in several small communities in northern Louisiana, northwest Louisiana, that actually have this city ordinance that if you are black, you cannot live within the city limits.
0: My and lord. My lord. Well, Deborah, let let me let me go back. You were dating a black man and how when when you saw the stares or the comments, how did you personally deal with that?
2: Well, I mean, I, I have a lot of black friends and so, you know, it wasn't my problem, it was their problem. And that's just kind of the way I looked at it. I mean, I was perfectly comfortable with who I am and who I am with, right. and so it, it, it's not a problem for me. I mean, I had a lady not too long ago that was mocking me, and I said, "You're really not doing that." And she was a black lady, and I said, "You're really not doing that?" And she said, "Yes, I am." And I said, "Well, that's not very nice." And she said, "I'm not very nice." And wow. I said, "Well how?" And I told her I said, "How's that working for you?"
0: <laughs> so we we have a Dr. Deborah here <laughs> exactly. instead instead of a I mean, Dr. Phil, you know, we have a Dr. Deborah. Hey, Deborah, let me ask you this question: the the black man that you dated when when how did he react when people would look or stare or make comments? I mean, did he ever get defensive? Oh, did he ever get angry?
2: Oh, oh no, 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 not at all. This is a man that is extremely sure of himself and was one hundred and ten percent a gentleman. And, I mean, no, not at all. I mean, he, he would talk to anybody and everybody about anything, and he didn't, he didn't know a stranger. And so, no, the comments did not affect him in any way. I mean, he if, if there was anything that was said or whatever, he would smile, and he would say something very polite, and then we would go on about our business.
0: Okay, you know? okay, cool. Well, you know what? I, I'm so glad that you called. I am so glad you called, Deborah, because you're opening up the eyes of America, which is one of the things we want this show to do. You have an awesome day, and call us back again. Um, we've got Rob back from Arizona. We're going to go to a quick break. We're going to talk to Rob. Call us. What's your thoughts on this whole interracial dating thing? 800-548-TALK. 800-548-TALK. We've got a couple that email this in for help, and maybe you can help us out, and maybe you can enlighten me. David Essel in the box. Stay right there.
2: See a plan for you. Don't you worry, don't you worry yeah.
0: Opening the eyes of America to reach our full potential as human beings, as well as uh, our relationships, your mind, body, spirit. one 800 5488255. We've been doing this for 22 years. We're going to carry on broadcasting out of studio e in Los Angeles, California. Talk Radio XM 246 and streaming worldwide at talkdavid.com. So the question came up. We're going to go to Arizona, Rob, again in just a moment. The question came up via one of our listeners. Uh, a 29 year old white guy dating a 35 year old black woman. And he was asking that he said, I can't believe it's 2013 because of the prejudicial stares that they get, the comments from both of their families that are not kind. Uh, he says the insecurity in this country seems to be incredible. And then he was saying, can listeners give us both tips on how to help us deal with these insensitive stares and comments? Deborah from Louisiana called and said that she dated for a black man, had an incredible relationship. They were both very secure and within inside themselves, and they never really bothered dealing with um, the stairs in the comments, a text came in saying that one of our listeners would never date outside of their race because of the very thing that our listener wrote in about. Another text came in and said, one of the best women I've ever dated in my life was a black woman. I'm a white guy. If she didn't move across the country, we'd still be together today. Then Rob from Arizona, who we have on the air right now, called in. We lost him, I think, because of a cell, but he's been married to a black woman for 10 years. Rob, are you with us?
1: I sure am. Sorry about that, Dave.
0: Okay, okay. It's and, and our toll-free number is 1-800-548-TALK. I want to get your opinion. 1-800-548-TALK. Would you date someone out of your race? Have you? What was it like? Would you not, and why? And Rob, now you've been married to a wonderful black woman for 10 years. And tell us about how you deal with any comments or inconsiderate stares, et cetera.
1: Well, when I was younger, I'd give them the one finger salute, but I've evolved to be a little bit more mature now. And when people give me those hard looks and stares, I look at them. I'm going, "Excuse me, you apparently seem rather uncomfortable. Would you mind sharing with me what's bothering you?" And that usually makes them so embarrassed they either leave or they, they it shames them, you know. And right, yeah. And speaking to the people that who let their family dictate to them, I look at it this way: my family didn't like my career choice of going in the Marine Corps after I left college. I did six years in the Marine Corps. And I, but my family's very accepting of my wife, you know, that that wasn't an issue. But to the people whose families are having issues tell you know, there might be a time you have to divorce yourself from your family's influence.
0: Right. Right. And and how does your wife's family think about you as her choice, a white man to marry?
1: Well, the fact that I've been former Marine and her dad's a retired
0: Marine that was a common... It, it, her family was wonderful. <laughs> yes, Rob, was wait, Rob, wait, wait, Rob. Wait, there, Rob. There couldn't have been a better match from that perspective, bro. <laughs> it, it is. Yes. Her family embraces me. Her
1: family loves mm-hmm. me as my family loves her.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, and uh, how did you guys... Uh, to, to, give a little, to give a little bit of background, my, my, my yeah. father is an Irish immigrant. He, grew, he was born in Belfast, and he knows about intolerance and, you know out sure. kind of business from you know you know the whole English Irish thing over there, and he raised me to always, always look at people for their character, not the color
0: very nice, very nice and and um has there ever now you said you had some animosity and anger away you know a while ago, and that you you 've evolved. You've let go of some of that. Is there any other advice that you could give these listeners? The, the, the guy that wrote in, he's 29 and white, she's 35 and black. Is there any other advice that you could give them that has helped you and your wife over the last 10 years?
1: Yes. Embrace each other when you're dealing with this kind of stuff, because in the long run, you love who you love. And like I said, I don't it doesn't matter if you're same sex. Or whatever you know you know you love who you love, and you know and it 's not and it 's not other people 's business or concern to make a judgment mhm mm-hmm. and, 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 and if they do judge, they need to get over themselves,
0: yeah. you know rob, I, I will have to say that as evolved as I like to think that I am. Uh, i think the hair on the back of my neck i'd have to learn how to deal with the inconsiderate statements and 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 the stares i think that might be my greatest challenge in that type of a relationship is to try to let it go that's got to be tough
1: yeah i when i was younger i i, I got a, i was a little more hands on dealing with people with their ignorance
0: mm-hmm. you know i'm,
1: I'm not gonna, you know and i didn't have anger management issues or anything like that i just with me, if they say stuff about me, I could let it go. But I love my wife so much. If they said something hurtful, or disrespectful, I I bounced a few heads off of a, off of bar stools a couple of times in my younger days. But it's you know I think that's the Marine coming out in me. But to be honest with you, like I said, I'll, I could I learned verbal akito more than getting hands on. I've learned to mm. speak to people a little more directly and you know confront the issue. And like I said, it either. Makes them check themselves or it just makes them hang their head and walk away.
0: Right. Right, right, right. Well, I I, I want to thank you, Rob. I want to first of all thank you for giving a call, and then for for finding us again after we lost you, and and I want to to send a ton of love to you and your wife for doing what you're doing. Hang in there, strong, and for inspiring the people listening to the show right now who might be on the cusp, thinking, "Oh my God, are we going to be able to make it?" Because of all the negative comments we're getting as an interracial couple, you may have just given the guy that wrote to us, our listener who wrote to us, you may have just given him and his girlfriend some hope as well. So thank you.
1: That is my and Dave. I'd like to say before I get off the air with you, your show is very inspirational, inspiring to me. It's caused me to grow and, you know, do some life, a little bit of changing, changing in my life here and there. It's caused me to have a lot more amazing, a lot more positive stuff going on.
0: Cool, cool. Well, thank you, Rob. I appreciate that comment, and we will keep doing it, my man. Awesome, awesome. All right. Hey, listen, you and your wife have a great day, and I'll look forward to talking to you in the future.
1: Thank you, Dave. I look forward to talking to you in the
0: future as well. You got it, bro. Bye-bye now. 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. Another text came in saying, I tried the interracial dating, lasted four months, and as your previous caller just said, got into too many fights, maybe I need the anger management course. And the answer is yeah. I think you probably do. 800-548-8255, call us. What is your thoughts on this? Have you been in an interracial relationship? How did you deal with the inconsiderate stares or the comments? How did you deal with the family members on both sides of that dating world? Would you go? If you have not, would you date someone outside of your race? Would you take that leap of faith? Would you take that jump? Knowing that there will be people in society that would not be accepting of it. How is it that you would deal with that? And what is it that you would share with the couple that wrote in, He's 29 year old white man. She's a 35 year old black woman who is stressed to the max, totally stressed to the max about the stares they're getting, the comments from family members as well. As he, as the email went on, he said that his girlfriend is more affected by the struggle they have with the two families than she is by the stares from the public. Isn't that a trip? And of course, it makes sense, right? We want our family to be accepting of who we choose to fall in love with. What would you share? How would you help this couple? 1-800-548-8255. The texts are coming in off the chart. We're going to get to as many as we can. We'll get to your emails on this comment as well. And we'll also look forward to talking to you I want to find out from your own voice about what you've done in this situation, dating outside of your race, what advice you might have for someone who's in that circumstance right now that is struggling with it. You know, they say love can overcome everything until you walk through this kind of a fire. That's an easy thing to say, much more difficult. To practice, isn't it? 1 800 548 1 548 Talk. Looking forward to your thoughts and opinion on this topic. It's a sensitive one and it's crucial. It's huge. If we can move forward in life with our opinions and thoughts and become softer, more accepting to people, whether it's because they're addicts or 350 pounds or they're dating outside of their race, isn't that one of the things we're here for? Is to evolve as human beings? Call me 800. 800- 548 Talk. More information at our website, talkdavid.com. You are tuned into America's Positive Radio Talk Show, and thank you so much for sharing your time. More to come in a moment. I'm David Essel. Stay there. Helping you to become more alive in life to make better decisions is what this program has been all about for 22 years now. David Essel in the box with you. Thank you so much for hanging out and tuning in. A text came in. Love the person, not the color. Love that text. Love the person, not the color. I love this text. Love the person, not the color. Of course, we're talking about an email we got in. From one of our listeners who's struggling, a 29-year-old white guy dating a 35-year-old black woman, he's really struggling with all the comments from society. Whoever sent this text in, because there's no names on many most of the texts, love the person, not the color. I love you. And if you're a guy, that's fine. I love you, too. <laughs> and if you're a woman, I love you, too. That is beautiful. Love the color. Love the person, not the color. The other text came in and said, only the insecure individuals amongst us would make comments Uh, and give looks against interracial dating and that was a tip to help the couple that is uh, struggling. Only the insecure amongst us would make comments or looks against interracial dating. Thank you so much for everyone sharing your thoughts and comments uh, about this. Hey, coming up in a minute, we're going to go to uh, Nathan Staten, the XM engineer, who's going to talk about uh, some experiences he had in the world of interracial dating in a second. And then after that, if you want to do a shout-out to your mom on David Essel Live, Mother's Day is tomorrow. If you want to do a shout-out, call us, 1-800-548-8255. I'm going to tell you some things about my mom I love. I'm so blessed she's still with us. She's about 7 billion years old. Uh, but <laughs> if she's listening right now, she's probably ready to kick me if she could. Uh, but my mom has taught me so many great things I'm going to share. If you want to do a really quick, like, 10-second mom, I love you, call us. 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-8255. We'll get you on the air. You can give a quick shout-out to your mom. Uh, because Mother's Day is tomorrow, one eight hundred five four eight eight two five five. Right before that, Nathan Staten, XM engineer with David Essel Live. Nathan, welcome to the show, my man.
3: Hello, sir. Thanks for having me.
0: Nate, Nathan, you, you had something interesting we were talking about off off air that you went through in the world of interracial dating with your mom when you were a kid. Tell us what went on. Um,
3: yeah, I I hate to bring everyone down because all the other stories were pretty positive about it, but, um, (laughs) it didn't go well. My mom and me, uh, I was raised by her single parent and I saw my dad on the weekends here and there and, um, she dated around and at one time she dated a guy named Houston and he was a black guy and wonderful dude. I always had a good time when he was around until my dad found out about it and then Mm -hmm. it was just chaos you know, I would go over to his house on the weekends and it was just constant like interrogation about it and... Uh, just derogatory statements all all day and night, and you know he was just um ignorant and raised in a um with people and in a area of the nation where that's um kind of the norm. I maybe back yeah. then. And how um, did your
0: mom? Wait, how, how, I mean, outside of your dad's response, Nathan, how did your mom deal with the rest of society? Did did, did she have a hard time with that?
3: My mom always told me she did. Um and. I don't, my mom is like one of the strongest people I know. And I thank the Lord that I have her because she gave me a sense of to never, ever care what people think, because you just have to do what you want to do and be happy at the bottom of your heart and at your gut, you know, what is right. And that's the only thing that matters. And Mm. you're going to get looks and you're going to get stares. Usually whenever you follow your heart, whatever that is in life. And anytime you Mm -hmm. stick out of the box, you know, people are Mm going to say and look at things and you just have to go with it and roll it off your shoulders and keep on smiling i guess
0: what you know we 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 got the uh the email in from the 29 year old white guy dating the 35 year old black woman and you know they're really having a very very hard time you saw your mom go through some hard times when she started decided to date interracially Mm -hmm. you dated someone interracially when you were in high school did you say
3: it was more middle school, um, and sure. I, yeah, I was a kid. You know, I was fourteen, fifteen years old. It was nothing serious. It was just Tiffany, a little girl that I we dated and had a little crush. That you know, we would hang out at the YMCA and
0: stuff. Um, and, and did you did you get a hard time outside of your family members? Did you notice people in not public? With in my,
3: no, not with my peers. It was um, mm.
0: mainly the, uh, my
3: dad and my grandpa on his side. They were the the sticklers yeah. of old days and just would not agree with it and would not stand for it and um it, it you know like I was telling you during the break, it eventually caused me and my father to not have a relationship for several years, and it's permanently i would say damaged it um right. to where it's i just I, I can't respect someone who is just in that state of mind,
0: you know yeah so and your thoughts for the couple that emailed us on how to deal with family members that are not are not on board with this
3: i you uh everyone's different for me it was easier to say yes you are my family your blood relation i do not have to continue a relationship with you though if you don't agree with my life and Mm. i um unfortunately it it sucks but in the long run i think it's more their loss than our loss because we continue with love and moving forward with what we want to do and ultimately that that leads to your happiness you're not you know you got to let people go if you can't change them change (laughs) them (laughs)
0: <laughs> and and i have to sh- share this nathan the, the the text that we got in that i absolutely loved from one of our listeners love the person not the color
3: exactly yeah it's it, it we're faced with that all you know with uh, gays and, and interracial mm-hmm. it's just man it's not worth it if you love someone let it be and love them yeah yeah love it all right, nathan
0: thank you my man yes i, thank I, you. I appreciate you sharing your wisdom yep. all right bro see ya yep if you have even a thought or a comment or a question on something else you're going through in life, of course, this is wide open lines. You can call us and and get involved with anything that you very much would like to. Another text came in regarding the interracial dating, quite fascinating, and then I've got a text in about mom, (laughs) which I just love. Mother's Day tomorrow, time to celebrate mom, 1-800-548-8255, you want to share something about your mom absolutely feel free to do it the text that came in regarding the interracial dating i've been down that path many times i'll have to say that in the future i would think twice because my dad's response was so negative now now wait to hear this next part because this might surprise you and it would mean i would be out of an inheritance whoa now, that's fascinating. So we would say that the inheritance, it's more important for me to date within my race so that I can keep the inheritance coming than it would be to follow my heart. Would you do that? Would, would isn't that wild? Like, would you give up the chance? I, and thank you, whoever sent this in this text in, thank you, because the inheritance thing is so, something I never would have imagined. And I'm not saying it's wrong, because I'm not judging here. But isn't that fascinating? Like, would you not date someone because you were afraid of being kicked out of the inheritance? 1-800-548-8255. There's so many emails and texts coming in on this topic, it's mind-blowing. 1-800-548-8255. Would you not date interracially because you would lose contact with your mom or dad or sister or brother? Would you not date interracially because you were afraid you'd lose your best friend? I mean, is it is it that powerful of a deterrent that you would say, I'm not going to possibly create the deepest love of my life because I wouldn't want to lose my mom or dad, sister or brother or best friend? A lot of people would feel that way and i'm not saying it's wrong or do you think you're strong enough as an individual do you think you are powerful enough to stand on your own two feet and say whoever needs to leave can leave if you don't think my choice of dating outside of out of my race is correct you can leave me would you have the power would you have the strength would you have the power, and let's even take it a step further, would you have the power and strength that if, if you met someone from the other side of the track that, that was had no money whatsoever, and you came from a place where you were comfortable, would you not date someone because they didn't have money? Would you not date someone because of their size? Would you not date someone because of their religion? Do you see what I'm saying here? Like, wow, it's time, in my humble opinion that we get really grounded and comfortable with who we are as a human being and quit allowing other people, family members included, to guide us, direct us, tell us how to live. I look forward to talking to you and getting your feedback, 1-800-548-8255. And I'm going to talk about my mom. I'm not forgetting you, Mom, right after this quick break. 800-548-TALK, call me. I'm David Essel. More information at talkdavid.com. Stay there.
3: In certain company Yes, to tell you she's an orphan.
0: David Essel in the Box with you every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. Just go to Facebook, uh, David Essel Alive, like us there. And also, every segment we've ever done for the past, what, year and a half now is archived on our website so you can go and listen to the shows whenever it's convenient for you. We've had so many of our listeners email us and let us know that they they have taken the, the the shows, the previous archive shows and they listen to them while they walk to work, drive to work, while they run in the evening. It's incredible because you're being inspired by all the guests that we have. So check it out at talkdavid.com. Just go to talkdavid.com you'll find all the archives Right there. Um, okay, so, so some comments coming in about Mom's Day. Uh, let's see. My mom taught me how to be social. Another person said she taught me how to be a risk taker. God, I love that. You don't hear that enough about moms, do you? Um, My mom taught me how to be kind in places I'd rather not be kind. And then in parentheses, it went on to say, like, how you might react if you were in an interracial relationship, David, with a big smiley face. Yeah, I know. I'd have to be very kind, wouldn't I? Um, My mom taught me how to speak softly. Hmm, interesting. My mom taught me how to do in life what I don't want to do uh, the next one's kind of similar my mom taught me how to be disciplined uh, oh my mom taught me just like your first guest discussed how to delay instant gratification that's huge Oh, my gosh, you don't hear moms. Uh, my mom taught me how to arrange flowers well. <laughs> That's cute. Um, my mom taught me how to garden. My mom taught me how to do multiple tasks at the same time, now called multitasking. Uh, oh, here's a great one. My mom taught me that being a single mom does not mean you still do not pursue your dreams. Isn't that cool? Listen to all this stuff about moms. Um, I like that last one. My mom taught me that being a single mom doesn't mean you stop pursuing your dreams. That rocks. 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. Uh, what else? My mom taught me how to love animals unconditionally. My mom taught me how to be patient with my kids. This next one is cute. My mom taught me how to put up with my husband, especially when I don't want to one eight hundred five four eight eight two five five. 548 8255 We are open to talking about what is on your mind, all of these different texts and emails coming in. Uh, let's go back to Arizona. This time, Stan. Stan, you're on with David Essel.
4: Oh, thank you for taking my call, David. Um, hey, Stan. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure you have a real strong uh, uh, character, and so you won't mind my disagreeing with you about something. But I just want to yeah, give you... Ahead. a a different perspective about the concept of interracial marriages, where you're talking about would you not uh, find the love of your life uh, if they were of a different race or cause a problem with your family. And uh, something you need to think about is that there's more involved in a relationship than just you and the other person. Now, if you were picking somebody to go live on a moon base with, then that's fine. You know, grab whoever, you know, uh, you know, you like it and go because you're not going to have anybody else involved in that relationship but you and them. But you have to understand there's a lot more that goes along with a person's existence or, or their background than just the genetics of their race. Uh, the You know, the, the you talk about somebody from the other side of town. That person grew up in an entirely different environment an entirely different social structure, an entirely different set of values. And what constitutes a comfortable, familiar home life to them may be totally different. And even if you don't like your parents, you grew up in their house. And be it ever so humble, it's home. And if you meet somebody from a totally different cultural background, a different racial background, a different economic background, you think, guys, they're really great. You're talking to somebody from Mars, and you don't know it because, of course, whenever we're dating, it's more hormonal than it is logical. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and that's why so many people that get involved in, in either split economic backgrounds or racial backgrounds have an awful lot of trouble. And then when they really have trouble is when they have kids, because then the kids don't know what planet they're supposed to be living on. Mm-hmm.
0: Stan, do you not believe it's possible for two people from totally different know. economic upbringings or different races to have an incredibly strong, solid, wonderful, loving relationship? Sure, it's possible. But I'm just okay. saying
4: that you're, you're picking a, a rough route to go, and you need to go into it with your eyes wide open. That you may not really have any idea where this person's coming from. And well, not you only that, what, Stan... even if you do, you're invo- There's more people involved in your relationship than you. Now, if you well, want Stan, to take... I'm going
0: to agree. So, I, I'm, I'm going to agree with 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 many points that you're bringing up here. And one of the things I'm going to really focus on and agree with is values. Um, One of the things, the the foundation of all relationships is a similarity of basic values, right?
4: And actually, that's more than anything else. For instance, my wife is from Thailand. Totally mm -hmm. different religious background, totally different cultural background, but we have the same values. Right. And and that is, I mean, economically, she's a business Mm -hmm. lady. She's she's very conservative, she's devoutly religious, and even though her religion is different than mine, I still respect her tremendously because right. of her devotion. We we have a great deal in common simply because of our equal amount of devotion to what we believe, even though what, Exactly. The, exactly, the, the, Stan. The and so make a difference.
0: Yeah, and so if two people who are different races or different economic backgrounds, if if they value honesty, if they value commitment, if they value truth if they if, if 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 those foundational values are the same then i believe you can cross any type of barrier and be successful however in agreement with you i will say that if you come from a different race if you come from a different economic upbringing and those values are not very similar if not identical then it's going to be a hell of a rough road and i agree with you 100% there
4: well, I'm cheating a little bit because when I live with her in Thailand, and so I basically go to the moon to where any cultural difference or conflicts or anything that there might be between her and whoever's else in my life, we're insulated from. So I just go live on the moon with her, and we have a great time and a great life. And then, you know, every you know six months, I come home for a couple of months. So I'm kind of cheating on that, but I just. I just want somebody who's going into a relationship with somebody from totally different background to go in with your eyes wide open. Yes, I love you, but look down the road. What are our kids going to have to put up with? What are they going to be exposed to? You know, uh, yeah, Do we want to do that to them?
0: Right. Valid points, Stan. Absolutely. And I'm glad you called. Thank you very much, sir. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. 1-800-548-8255. He brings up some great points. Now, I will say this is that I would never allow, in my belief system, I would never allow a separation of economic upbringing or even though I said it would be hard for me to be in an interracial relationship and have people giving us a hard time. That would be very, very challenging. It would take all of my training, my ministerial training and everything else I've been through to not want to react because I'm a human freaking being. Oh, my Lord, am I human? But with that said, if your values, if the way that you respect money the way that you treat money, the way that you respect other people, the way you treat other people, if those values are very similar, you can move mountains and make a relationship that other people would say, don't go there, you can make it money, meaning awesome. (laughs) In case you didn't know that lingo, one 800 Hey, I, I wanted to get to my mom. You know, my happy Mother's Day, Mom. I love you very much. Pat Essel is just a phenomenal force in my life. Um, I was thinking earlier today about how I wanted to end this show, and I wanted to end it with my mom, what she taught me, and several other things I read from people writing in. Thank you very much about their moms. My mom has taught me immense resilience. She has taught me unconditional love of all animals. As a matter of fact, to this very day, I still and I have done this since I was a little kid, my mom taught me how to feed the animals in the backyard with breadcrumbs and seed, birds, squirrels, rabbits, oh my lord, to this day, every day of my life, I get up and feed the animals. It has, since I was a little kid, she has taught me how to nurture and love She has taught me how to nurture and love through her treatment of animals. When when no one in my family, except for me, wanted to have snakes as pets, I caught them. I didn't go to a store and buy them. I used to go catch snakes. My mom, who didn't even like snakes, allowed me to have them as pets until they got out all the time and freaked her out. (laughs) As as she would go down the stairs, there they'd be staring at her, and she freaked out enough where I had to let them go back out into the wild. But I just want to thank you, Mom. I love you very much for the resilience you've taught me and the absolute 100% love of animals. As a matter of fact, my little buddy Saint, my rescued uh, Italian greyhound, is in the studio with me as we speak. He is just a charm, and uh, it's the second rescue that I've gotten, and I know that that came from the teachings of my mom. So to all the moms out there, may you be blessed on this weekend. Um, to everyone who has lost a mom and you're missing her deeply, may you be blessed with the memory of what your mom brought to you, and for all the people that struggle with your moms, may you be blessed with a thought, even just one thought, of something good that she brought into your life, even amidst the struggle that you remember. And we are here for you every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern. Please do not forget, if you're feeling down, you're feeling you need a lift, go to our website, talkdavid.com. Go to the archive shows, pick up shows, bring yourself back up. You know, there's so many amazing guests that we've had on. Utilize all of the archives to help you get to the highest level of functioning in this world with your mind, your body, your spirit, and more. And until next week, have an amazing week. Sending you love and joy and power. I'm David Essel right there.